I'm Vyoka Zmatu, your host for the brand new program, Show Me. Every Tuesday at 12 p.m., we will share on the word, focus on building oneness in our nation. Join me every Tuesday at 12 p.m. on Show Me. It's no longer just about the talk, it's about the walk. Umdu, gumdu, kabandu. Hello, hello, hello. Great to be back. It's Tuesday and it's midday. It's time for Show Me. It's time to say it's no longer just about the talk. It's about the walk. It's a time to be challenged <laughs> from our own words, challenged from our own promises that we have made. Are we actioning and are we doing what we have committed to doing with our own lips? Can our words be believed? What a challenge. It's no longer just about the talk, it's about the walk. It says, because a person is a person because of other people. Mm. Nothing you can do alone on your own, otherwise life will be simply empty. It is other people who make you a person. Wow. It is that time of the day when we focus on building unity, oneness, the spirit of unity and oneness in our nation. In whatever way we are led to do that week by week on this program. If you have just joined us for the first time or maybe even tuning in, you are driving, you know, there are those times you get to be so used to what you are used to, whether it's a song you play every day and you feel like a change and voila, here you are with us. We hope that you will stay. We hope that you will find something new, something that is strengthening, that is encouraging, but above everything, something that is bringing you much more closer to God than you were before you clicked, before you connected with us. You are listening to Radio K Pulpit. We are your daily companion and we have a whole lot of programs which we trust you will enjoy. Thank you so much for joining us on this special Tuesday. It's a special Tuesday. I was reflecting, seeing that yo, it's five years of being here doing this radio show uh, with you. And in those five years since 2018, um, uh, being serving, serving uh, uh, the Lord through serving a uh, community, through serving with this power team right here at Radio Capel Peter, voluntarily servicing the time, the gifting to the people of God. So I was reflecting to see that, yo, it's the first time I'm actually on air on my birthday. So I sing a happy birthday to me <laughs> in the word. Uh, of the Lord. So it's what led me to this opening scripture right here in Isaiah 43 as I kept uh, receiving uh, this word today. So I thought, let me share, not be selfish, <laughs> not be selfish and, and, and sit on it on my own. Let me just share it with you uh, as we go ahead to go on the program and all that we have for you today. Stick around with so much more around birthing, seeing that this is a birthday, the birthing of your next phase of, of ministry, birthing of the next phase of your 
uh, of your service, of your business, of your gifting, whatever it is, wherever you are, where you have been planted. Let us connect with these gates that are open for this spiritual birthing that is already happening, even as I connect with my own birthday today, this 11th of October. What a privilege to be serving for the first time on my birthday today. So we are lifting up the gates of this midday. According to Isaiah, Isaiah 43, the prophet Isaiah. Don't know why I'm also just before I read that Isaiah 43, I am just uh, led to also just give the intro to Isaiah, so something you can say you got or you learned today. So I hope you can take. Uh, that's the beauty of study Bibles at times. You know, they go beyond uh, other Bibles. So I'm reading this New King James Study Bible, and uh, I love the way it introduces the chapter so that you know what is contained in that um in that book that you are reading. So as just before we read Isaiah 43. Let us open with Isaiah, the description. Yeah, I hope you learned something new. Take a nugget here and there, a nugget or two. We remember Isaiah as one of the greatest prophets in Jewish history and as one of the most powerful models in the Bible. The book that bears his name describes his consistent lifestyle, his uncompromising convictions, and his clear vision that drove him to continue speaking out despite the unfaithfulness of his people. Hmm? continued to speak out despite the unfaithfulness of his people. Isaiah's lifestyle reminds us that we cannot separate a leader's words <laughs> from the leader's walk. Wow. We cannot separate a leader's words to the leader's walk. A leader must first be an example to the people. People do what people see. People do what people see. Isaiah led with integrity. Integrity means with oneness, the quality of purity and consistency. When we speak of the integrity of scripture, we mean that it proclaims one consistent message. This word describes Isaiah. Isaiah was a man of God who was full of consistency. Isaiah's convictions teach us about avoiding ungodly compromise. He and his contemporary, the prophet Micah, both raised the bar for the people by holding to God's standard with unswavering determination. While leaders must remain flexible with their methods, they cannot compromise their convictions. Finally, Isaiah finishes a beautiful case study of a leader who led from vision. He describes a God-given vision that drives him to fulfill his calling as a leader. He clings to it despite rejection. Throughout the book, he communicates his vision to the people and warns the people to repent. Before he finishes, he has influenced King Hezekiah to bring about national reforms. 
through his tenacious intercession with God, Sennacherib's entire army, we see it destroyed. Mm. It is through his tenacious intercession with God that we see Sennacherib's entire army being destroyed. Wow. We see that in the life of Isaiah as a leader, lessons in his leadership, vision is born out of values and ethics. They must align. The measure of a person is what he or she does with the power that they have. Leaders create atmospheres and environments for growth and for success. That is the power of a leader that we see in Isaiah, even as we go into Isaiah 43. But before we do that, let's just go and do justice. Yeah, but yeah, but yes, that's Kokito Stranger there with the wonderful song. Yo, this song just never tires and it just doesn't matter which voice, which anointed voice worshipper it is delivered through. It's always such an old time, old time anointed song. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. We promise to go into Isaiah 43, this uh, wonderful scripture that I have been receiving today. Isaiah on my birthday, the Redeemer of Israel, Isaiah 43. But now thus says the Lord who created you, O Jacob, and he who formed you, O Israel, fear not. For I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you pass through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flames scorch you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I gave up Egypt for your ransom, Ethiopia and Seba, in your place. Since you were precious in my sight, you have been honored and I have loved you. Therefore, people in your life, fear not for I am with you. I will bring your descendants from east and gather you from the west. I will say to the north, give them up, and to the south, do not keep them back, bringing my sons from afar and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Everyone who is called by my name, whom I have created for my glory, I have formed him. Yes, I have made him, declares the Lord. It says in verse 1, Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. 
When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flame scorch you, declares the Lord. So he is with you. Even this very day, you've been to those times when you, <laughs> you are wondering, hey, is God still with me? Where you are asking yourself questions. Does he still hear my prayers? Is he still with me in this fire? Is he still with me in this battle? The Lord confirms his presence, affirms his presence, causes your spirit, your faith, your belief, your ability to know in the midst of it all that there will be no more questions because the Redeemer of Israel is with you and he promises to never leave you nor forsake you when you pass through the waters the truth is when we are on the ground when we experience certain things you know that the lord is with you but you still question are you really with me can i go through something like this if you were with me but the lord is holding your hand He's causing you to, uh, to walk through that path because he's the one who holds your destiny in his hand and knows just what's best to allow in your life. Because whether it's coming from the satanic altars, whether it's a response of the work of the wicked and Satan over your life, at the end of the day, we cannot relegate power to the enemy power belongs to God and so as we stand in our walk with him we acknowledge under every circumstance that okay this has happened it is true it hurts it does not feel nice um, I am challenged I am stretched I am frustrated I feel like I'm losing the battle whatever you it is situation that you find yourself in but the truth of the matter is that God is still in control whatever it is that he has allowed in your life it's because he knows that you can go through it for whatever it is that he is doing in your life for your own good and we've seen how the things that are good for us we don't see them at the time of the heat, but when we have overcome and when we have transformed and when we have regained new eyes to look back at the situation, we are always saying, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Do I have any witnesses still left out there in the heat of things? that we can, according to First Thessalonians, say, thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord, in all things. We thank you because power is with you and you have allowed this situation because you are helping me, because all things work together for good to those who love the Lord, who are called according to his purposes. And it doesn't matter what it is. There is a reason. 
That's why it's so important to remain in faith, to hold on to faith, to stand firm in faith. Because when you remain with faith as your pillar, when you remain in his presence, in complete trust, in complete trust and belief in God by faith, we know that we don't have to understand everything. We can at times exhaust ourselves, frustrate ourselves by trying to reason, trying to unpack, trying to deliberate on situations that we can never fully have the facts. But the best thing to do is to trust God, even when you don't understand, even when you seem uh, to be in the place of pain, of suffering, of a situation that happened that you never saw coming, irrespective, but to remain sailing in God, holding on on the hem of his garment until he interprets. <laughs> he always does. That's one thing I, in my journey with the Lord that I have observed, even though you may not understand at the time of the incident, of the situation, of the experience, even though you may not have all the answers. But I have seen and observed and experienced this pattern that you go through that situation of not understanding, of not fully comprehending, of not understanding. But one thing he always does, he always, in his own way, gives you understanding, even if it's in part, but an understanding that brings you to a place of rest and comfort in him. And even then, even when you don't get one, because situations are different, rest in God. Rest in God and boast in God. Sometimes we can elevate the work of Satan above the goodness of God. We are the ministers. We are the prophets, the apostles, the teachers, the evangelists the pastors who are anointed, separated, and sent forth to speak the good news of, the, of deliverance. We are the bearers of good news. And so as we can see the word, it is good news. We say, go make disciples of all nations, teaching them to observe his ways. This is Good news to the poor in spirit. Good news to the poor in the ways of living. Good news to those who are poor in the spirit. In the name of Jesus Christ. Here is Samane Leila with the song. It's a healing song. It's a healing song. I hope you receive it and establish it in your spirit as you listen to every word on these lyrics in Jesus' name. Wow, that is an amazing anointed song by Philippine. You are holy. You are holy. You know, you get those songs sometimes after you've listened. All you want to do just, ah, uh, just takes you to another level. Just takes you to another place. Just transports you into deeper into the presence of the Lord. What an amazing song.
right there. It's called You Are Holy by Philippine. We are in this birthing time, <laughs> this birthing day, and uh, two more things that I really wanted to share today. Um, uh, starting with the announcement to Mary. There's two things, the announcement to Mary and the announcement to Sarah. <laughs> yeah, are you listening today? Are you listening with your heart of hope and faith? Are you listening with your spirit that is open to receive? Um, today we are birthing, dishing out, uh, giving out uh, these birthing messages because days like this are not normal normal days so we are tapping into it and just capitalizing on what the spirit of the lord is leading to release so when we go together in the book of luke we see the announcement to mary let's start from luke 1 verse 26 we said we are birthing. Is there something that you've been feeling a burden for? Uh, something that you felt coming but have no clarity on? Have you felt uh, like there's something that needs to come out of you but it's stuck? Um, you know, it's an idea, ministry, business, calling, assignment, whatever it is that the Lord has placed. We're just opening up the atmosphere and making it conducive for you to be accelerated to your birth pangs to be brought to the point of delivery. In Luke 1 uh, verse 26, uh, Christ's birth is announced to Mary and it says, Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth. To a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. So, as you are within the sound of my voice right now, I say rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you, with you. Don't look on the side. God's talking to you. Rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. <laughs> As I'm reading uh, this word, all I'm envisioning is ears that have become deaf to good news. Mm. You know, when you've been through so much in your life, when a lot, when there has been a wrestle and you're coming out of a war for certain things, like you hear, but <laughs> you hear, but you don't hear. <laughs> you hear, but... The words are just floating. They are not being established in your spirit and your soul. They are just bouncing in those ears. I ask you this day, open 
your spirit the things of the spirit need you to open to receive and to establish and seal it with belief and faith and then your seed whatever it is that is being done is able to take root spring forth bring forth and deliver so we say even though your ears may be waxed by what did not happen before you're like ah boy i had this <laughs> had this last year i had this yesterday i had this last week you know um what's different now i call you to come up to the mountain of faith climb one more step from the place that you have been in move one more step to the next phase move up the mountain climb the mountain of faith with faith gird your loins of faith and come up the next level of faith yes this may have happened but it was in another place come up again come up again to the next level of faith come step in to the next level of faith and receive this news Rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, she was troubled at this saying. And he considered, what matter of greeting is this? You know, when it is said, right now, God says to you, Greetings, rejoice, you highly favored one. For the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women, among men. You know, and the Lord says when she saw this, she was troubled and wondered what manner of greeting this was. Then the angel came and said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor. Oh, you have found favor with God do not be afraid Mary you have found favor with God and behold you will receive you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and you shall call him Jesus he will be great and will be called the son of the highest and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever and of his kingdom there will be no end to his kingdom his kingdom will have no end then Mary said to the angel ah how can this be since I do not know a man and the angel answered and said to him the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the highest will overshadow you therefore also that holy one who is to be born will be called the son of god now indeed elizabeth your relative also has conceived a son in her old age and this is now the sixth month for her who was called barren <laughs> Yeah. This is now the sixth month, six month for her who was called barren, 
For with God, nothing will be impossible. Mm. For with God, nothing will be impossible. Then Mary said, Behold, the maid servant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. That's what uh, Mary said to the angel, and the angel departed. It says, Let it be to me according to your word. Oh, Kosyam. Yes, it's important what you say in response to, the, to God's word. How you respond to God's word, how you receive God's word. At times, even if you can feel that there is a wavering, your knees of faith are wavering, your spirit of faith, you know, is probably benumbed by waiting that your faith is tired <laughs> wherever you find yourself in but be careful what you do when you open your mouth irrespective of what you say because of who you are because your mouth your words have been made dangerous because what you profess with them will be so be careful not to open your mouth to say it will not happen because like it did in 1 Kings with the siege in Samaria, those who did not believe, did not see the breakthrough that came in 24 hours. So let it be to me according to your word is our response to the word of the Lord. And say, meaning, let it be so according to your word, O God. Agree with the word of God when you receive that it is the word of God. Because we are reading directly from the word of God in Luke 1 verse 38 says, Behold the maidservant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. So when God says, you have found favor. Blessed are you among women. You shall bring forth a son, even though you may feel like, how is that possible? How can I do this? The Lord says, you will conceive and bring forth a son because not out of your own intelligence, not out of your own knowledge, but it will be because with God, Nothing will be impossible. He's there to bless your efforts, to bless your works, to bless you even without your works. For with God, nothing will be impossible. Wow. May you receive the word of the Lord. May you stand on the mountain of faith, immovable and unshakable, irrespective. And may you, like Mary, not reject the word of the Lord, but may you agree, like she did, 
without the details, the knowledge of the know-how, how things will happen. Our response may we remain in the pasture where we say, thank you, let it be to me according to your word. So I announce you today that you have found favor with God and that the Lord will bring forth the Son through you because his spirit will overshadow you and enable you to conceive and bring forth a son that you will name Jesus because it is the son of God. Because when things at times happen within our own strength, it gets even harder to give glory to God because you feel like, oh, but because I worked hard, oh, but because it's my conduct that this happened, oh, because of all the things that come with our own self-righteousness and pride. But there's a place that we are called to, a place of surrendering to the place where you know that whatever it is that is happening, the outcome, the blessing, the restoration, the, the birthing, and the bringing forth of that which has been waiting in the birth canal is not by your own pushing, not necessarily by your own strength, but it is by the grace of God. Because our sin has caused us to fall far from God in different ways and different forms, in thought and in deed. So whatever it is that God decides to align with us as he announces his favor that we are clothed with today, we receive in the spirit of thanks, giving, gratitude, and humility because we know that he has done it for us. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. Thank you so much for joining us in this time of receiving. May you hold your baby in its form, whether it's an idea that has been sitting in the birth canal of ideas for a long time. But in this time when things become tangible, when things come out and are held by the hand, when we hold the baby in our hand, the baby of deliverance, may we fully know that God has brought us this far. In Jesus' name, come up another level another rank in the pasture of faith in Jesus' name. We are here to announce the coming and the bringing forth in Jesus' name. See you next week. Goodbye.